Let me pray for God's word this morning. Lord, we thank you that all of this is realised. Lord, I thank you for the journeys each one of us has been on this year, coming to this day today. Lord, as we prepare continually for Christmas. God, as we come this morning, may we come before you with open hands, open hearts. And Lord, may we be soft as soft clay in the potter's hands. Lord, may we find ourselves moving to your beat, listening to your spirit and taking lead from your word. It's your name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome to God's Word this morning. Thank you to everyone who has served so far this morning, shared a part of what God has placed in their hearts today. As we reflect on a message, as we have this Christmas, a message uh, that we find in normal Christmas seasons and also a mystery for us to be to find in our stories. And this morning our story is looking at the angels appearing to the shepherds. We read about an angel who bring joy. He bring uh, news of great joy. As we've heard this morning, he said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. It says that this good news of great joy, it's for everyone. And so hence, it is one of the messages we look at at Christmas. Joy. All about joy. It's a special thing. It's something that we love to feel, isn't it? We, we cherish the feeling of joy. In fact, God's Word even tells us that it is a gift from God. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit that as we come into faith with Jesus Christ and as his spirit rests with us, us, one of the things he brings us is joy. We sing about it. We sang about it this morning. Joy to the world. The anthem, rightly, I think, as many would say, for Christmas. I can remember one particular um, Today, when I, uh, one particular day when I was in grade six, um, I, th- I, I think I had enough of hanging out with my friends at the time for whatever reason or with those people or those people and I'd gotten into over a couple of weeks like organising um, treasure hunts in the sandpit for the preps and I was, I was like... I was being king of the kids, you know. It was just awesome fun and I'd come out and I'd be like, oh, no, everyone on the edge and all this stuff. And, but, you know, like it got a bit repetitive, you know. There's only so many times you can hide stuff in a sandpit. Um, probably only so many rocks you should really be putting in sandpits to hide. Um, and so this one day this, and this one lunchtime, I wanted to do something different. And so I organised with my little army of prep buddies who were playing, playing along. We started a conga line, right? And so we're doing this conga line around the sandpit. And as we're doing it, some more preps sort of join in and get in there. And, and we're going, da, 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 you know, going around. Um, 
And you know, the, the line's just growing. It's getting to the point where around the sandpit, you know, there's not really, you can't grow the line any further. And so we went down like around and on the playground and you know, you're going up little bits and down the slide and everyone's trying to hold on together. And, and people are just joining this conga line, right? Now, I'm not a big fan of exaggeration in stories because I consider it relatively lying. Um, so, so I'm saying that now because I don't want you to, to think at any point, oh, this sounds like a fabrication of memory here, really. Uh, our, our school, about 192 kids. Uh, I, 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 I've always remembered this because, you know, as grade sixes, we got special responsibilities and, and they had this... Number. So I knew, I knew this, 192 kids. And so as we're doing this conga line, it's growing, we're going around the playground, we, it's like, well, let's, let's take this off playground and take it around school, you know? Uh, like all good bands decide to finally fly the coop. Um, and so we end up having this, this conga line that's going down one side of the classroom, around past the breezeway, and it's getting to the point where all everyone's just joining in. And, and you, you, you're going past this classroom and down past the breezeway, and as you go past the breezeway, you can actually look through the breezeway over to some classrooms over here, and the tail of the conga line, is, is you can't see it. You can see that some of the line... But it's gone all, and the tail's still coming. And you're going around. We would have had over three quarters of our primary school kids joining in this conga line. And we had teachers just popping their head out. You know, we started this with preps. Oh, we got teachers popping out of their rooms where they're eating lunch and stuff. Just like, what's going on? And having a look. You go down to the basketball court and there's like two kids and a ball just like bouncing like a tumbleweed. Because it's just cleared out. Because the jo- I can still remember the joy on these kids' faces. These preps at the front of the line who are getting their turn at the front of the line, taking in turns. I can still remember the joy on the teachers' faces. I can still remember the joy on those faces of those kids, you know, joined halfway through and then who wanted to split off and just take the line for themselves. You know, but ah, oh, their joy. I mean, I'm not holding it against them still. But special things, joy, putting it in someone's life and seeing it radiate out. I'm sure you know what joy is like. It's a different feeling to happiness. It's 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 not the same thing. Happiness is is positive. It's filled, you know, you're filled with content. It causes you to smile. Joy is a bit more than that. It's a state of being. I would say it's more intense than happiness. Joy is eternal. You know, happiness can sort of just go with the wind. But, but, but joy has a deeper... Thing where it sits with you. And, and, and when you have joy, it radiates out. So to the point where other people see it in you and they ask, oh, what's, what's gotten into you today? Well, you're in a good mood. They see it in you. It's, it's obvious. It's not kept to ourselves. I think sometimes, uh, sometimes... When we know, 
we've got joy and we've shared it, we know that it's hit the mark. We know when it's right to share and we can see the impact it has on people's lives. Can you think of a time where you've been able to share or do something with for someone that's brought them great joy where you know it's left them riding a wave, grooming? I can still remember my wife's reaction, the tone of her voice, what she said, what she looked like when I asked her to marry me. In case you can't tell, it was joy. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps God did something for you. Maybe it was just a little thing. Maybe it was answering a desire of your heart at that point, at that time. When we're living in joy, it's like we, we want to live off joy. But the wonder is, where does this joy come from? And, and Lynette has given us a precursor for that. As the angel explains where exactly it does come from, he says, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This is the great joy of our God. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So if this is indeed true, it's not just good news, this is great news. It's absolutely brilliant news. In fact, I would say it's the second best news that you could ever know. Of course, I would say the best news you could know is that Jesus Christ has died for you and risen again as your saviour. Jesus has been born. The Messiah has arrived. It's good news, right? What joy? Well, I would suggest that it's actually limited joy. Limited joy. I would say it's really only stage one of joy. Because as much as joy feels good, the feeling itself, I think, is unfulfilling in its purpose. I think there's a mystery to joy. The mystery in joy is glory. Joy is unfulfilled in us. Uh, joy, sorry, is fulfilled in us when we're willing to transform it to God's glory. Let me share and explain why. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Now while joy isn't, uh, it's, it's great, but it's not the destination. Joy is the vessel to direct us to bringing attention to God. Joy helps and leads us to bring glory to God. What does it look like? Let's have a look at how we see it play out here in Luke chapter 2. First, it explains that when the angel first appears, 
It says, and the glory of God uh, of the Lord shone around them. And we know that uh, he was coming to bring the great news of great joy. Then down verse 13, it continues. After he's brought that message, it says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into, uh, gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who had heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So what do we have here? Two ways we see joy transformed into glory. This good news brought and it transforms into glory. A great company of angels rock up and they start praising God. They have rocked up because of this news of great joy. And they, what do they do? How do we see that fulfilled in what they do? They, they sing glory to God in the highest. They proclaim God for who he is. And the second thing we see after the shepherds had seen Jesus, after they had seen the, the great news of, good, uh, of great joy that they had been told about, they spread the word. And then it says they returned glorifying and praising God. Both the angels and the shepherds had seen... Had, uh, Both the angels and the shepherds edified God, one directly to God and one indirectly to God. But by sharing the good news with others, they are still giving, uh, giving glory to God for what he has done, for what they have seen. And by sharing it with others, by giving glory in that way, they're also giving others the opportunity to see God for who he is, for what he's done. And also for them to bring glory to God themselves. The joy doesn't just stay with them. In both instances, the joy has brought them all to a place to bring glory to God. I like this simple statement from John Piper. Man was created from the beginning in God's image that he might image forth God's glory. And so while we might encounter joy in our life, it's our challenge to make that joy not about ourselves. It's our challenge to move from this is great for me, this is a great feeling I've got, I am thankful to God. But moving to a point where we are bringing glory from that to God. How can we ensure that our joy is transformed into glory? 
Our two examples, praise God, spread the word. I want to encourage you in these things this Christmas. Give God credit. Acknowledge him and have thankfulness. When someone does something kind for you, are you prepared to recognise the role that God has played in that? Sometimes we get caught up, that kindness has come from this person. Or that kindness, are you prepared to recognise the role that God has played in that? Maybe someone wants to express thanks to you. Maybe it's because of kindness you've shown them, or grace, or forgiveness, or generosity. Maybe you've just been helpful. And as they thank you, perhaps can we take the moment to actually go, well... Listen, I I got the inspiration from God. Actually, I was motivated by by not just me, but this is something that's come through me from God. Are we prepared to just shine the light onto him? Some people balk at the idea of telling others about Jesus. Sometimes we, we think, oh gosh, like, be a witness. To go out and tell people like that Jesus has, has died for them. And, oh God. I don't think we think that's what the shepherds did after they left Jesus. I don't think the message that was on their mouths was, was listen, you've got to repent and, 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 and give your life to Christ, otherwise you're going to live in eternal damnation. I don't think that's what the shepherds went out to say. It tells us that the shepherds went out and said about all the things that they had seen and heard. Now, of course, especially with the scriptures, we have heard an abundance. Perhaps this Christmas we can consider, as we might reflect on our year, as we might reflect on answered prayer, as perhaps God might bring answered prayer into our lives any day now. Perhaps we can share that which we have seen, which we have heard, which we have received with others. That joy of answered prayer. To tell others, this is what's just happened. To shine the glory, not just the joy that you've got, but to shine the glory back onto what God has done. You might be at the checkout. How's your day going? It's actually really good. I just, to be honest, I've just had an answer to prayer recently. It wasn't the answer that I wanted, but God answered a prayer of mine. Glory to God. You're professing the, the joy that you have that God has answered your prayer, but you're giving credit and acknowledgement into someone else's life of what God has done. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but we need to give him credit. If you find yourself reading the Bible and you get something that impacts you, thank God for it. Don't keep reading. Stop don't, don't let it pass you by. Get down on your knees and thank God for it. 
And then I want to encourage you, especially this Christmas season, if that happens for you, make a commitment to God. You know what, God? I'm going to bring glory to you by sharing that with one person. It might be a Christian brother or sister. It might be someone sitting here with you this morning. It might be, it might be the first person you bump into who says, hey, you look like you're in a good mood. And you just go, well, God said this to me this morning. Just acknowledge him. Even if you're tempted and you're like, how am I going to do this? You know what? If you feel like putting a sentence on social media... That's going to bring glory to God. Whether people, whether, whether people who see it like it or not, it's still bringing glory to him. Gratitude. It's really come in vogue at the moment. And it's, a, it's quite a... Um, it's, it's a thing that we preach about and, and God speaks of in the Bible. It's also quite a secular thing now at the moment. Mindfulness, thankfulness, gratitude. But we need to have a direction to our thankfulness as opposed to other people's thankfulness that perhaps doesn't have a direction. Our thankfulness needs to have a direction. Do you consider yourself blessed or do you consider yourself blessed by God? I've said it before, sometimes you see the hashtag blessed, so, hashtag so blessed. No, 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 hashtag blessed by God. Blessings come from somewhere. Our blessings come from the Lord. Giving God thanks in our everyday life ensures that we are keeping one eye on him as well. It ensures that he is being appreciated. If you're enjoying the sea breeze, if it's bringing you respite from the, from the heat, give thanks to God. If you're at the, coming to the end of your, your weekly shopping cycle and open the fridge and there's, there's more that's not in there that you really want than there is that what you want in the fridge, it's looking a bit empty. Perhaps you can give thanks to God that we live in a, in a space of convenience that we can just the same day go and fill the fridge. Perhaps we can give thanks to God that we have the money to be able to fill that fridge. Certainly there are those who can't. If you value the time that you get to spend with family this Christmas, if you value the things you get to do this Christmas, if you value the carols that you get to sing this Christmas, as you're valuing those things, as they're filling you with joy, take the chance to be thankful and give thankfulness to God. Whether we're speaking to God directly or sharing it with others, God gets the glory. Matthew 5.16, it says, Let your light shine among men, 
that they may see your good deeds and give glory to your Father in heaven. All of us who believe in Jesus Christ have the light of Christ in us. But we see here there is a purpose for us to have the light and that purpose is to shine it so others would see God through us. And so the idea is that as as they see the light on us, we can then deflect and go, well, no, no, you you see this? No, this is, that's obviously not very um, strong, and I'm pointing at the cross. But you can imagine how it is. It's, it's, about, it's about turning the attention as, as it comes onto us, onto Christ, where the light comes from. Oh, you think this light is good. Well, I know a bigger and greater light. I know a better light. I know a light that came as flesh into this world. The word, the truth has come as flesh into this world. The good news that the shepherds went and talked about. Can you imagine the influence of God in this world? If what people were seeing through Christianity was Jesus and the good deeds and all that he spoke about instead of the mistakes of man who wear a badge of Christianity. You can only guess how much more people will ask you questions about your faith if they are seeing God in all that you say and all that you do. I've gotten curious. I've gotten curious. That, that thing you said, explain it to me. It's not my thing. It's not my, I'm not interested. But explain that to me. What did you mean by that? It says in verse 18 about the shepherds. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. So as they went with their joy, this good news, having seen the babe in flesh, as they spread the word, these people were amazed. We worship the same God that was in the manger that day. We have the same good news to share. We too are able to give God the glory along with the heavenly hosts that turned up in their multitude that morning. As we give glory to God today, we know in heaven and wherever angels may find themselves, they are giving praise to God as well. Even as we are here this morning, as the Spirit rests with each one of us, we are giving praise to God along with the heavenly hosts here as well. We have the same God, the same news to share. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every... Oh, I thought, no, don't, don't recite at all because you're going to then just get confused in your head. Janet, could you go to verse 1 of Joy to the World? There's only one particular I want to, want to 
draw attention to anyway. So to uh, make you jump around. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. Our joy to this world that we have received. Let us sing it. Let us proclaim it. Let that joy not just be with us, but come to fulfilment in bringing glory to God in what we do. So let's give God the glory this Christmas. He has done great things. Let me pray. Lord, first of all, thank you for the joy that is your Son, Jesus, born as a babe, coming in humility, in a manger. Lord, coming to the least of these in the shepherds, coming for us. Lord, that the hope we had was realised that morning. Lord, that you have come to reconcile us to you. Lord, thank you for that joy. And God, we appreciate it. We cherish it. And Lord, may we hold it every day of our life. But God, may we also bring glory to you from the joy that you have given us. Lord, may we every day recognise you, acknowledge you, and bring great praise and honour and blessing back to you for all that you have done. And Lord, push us, lead us this Christmas to be outward, to be willing to spread the word, to bring glory through our lips in what we say to others. Lord, that so others might come to know your joy as well. Thank you, God. It's in your name we pray. Amen.